of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to my show. Remember, each week, this is a place you go to when you want to hear the latest when it comes to anything out of the ordinary, even near-death experiences, UFO encounters, shadow people, Catman all of the in-between i want to remind you to go to my main website which is heidihollis.com or shadowfolks.com and guess what you know i ran a ufo and paranormal discussion group but it was called ufo to u that's ufo the number two the letter u.com for a lot of you out there who have um ventured into the internet in the beginnings of time of the internet (laughs) i had one of the more popular ufo websites out there and i used to receive so many of your stories and chatted up and um wow it it was it was really unique and it was a, a a big growing experience. I think I met the first troll. Uh, <laughs> people are like, oh my gosh, you know, they get so upset with some of the stuff that goes online. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I met the first one. And uh, I learned to get a, a thick skin from the start. But um, yeah. Um, but anyways, go to my main website. Tell me your stories. Tell me what it is that you've been experiencing. I want to hear about it. All the details, the bigger the email, the better. Because I'm telling you, if it's a big, juicy one, I just might make the whole show about your email. Not kidding. And you are always welcome to come speak on this program if you'd like to. But I, I don't get many people anxious to do that. It's, uh, it's yeah. I understand, though. And I, I would rather people feel comfortable and, and express themselves however they feel best, you know, so just, I don't care, write me or call me. I, I, I don't care. And if you see me on social media at one Heidi Hollis, put a one in front of my name. I, I'm on all the social media with that handle. So tell me what's going on. And you know, a lot of you guys do. And I, I I'm absolutely humbled by that. I, I just, uh, every day I'm like, ugh, I'm touched. I'm touched that people would trust me to reach out and with their deepest, darkest, or most glorious experiences. So, uh, yeah, you know, I don't take it for granted. I really don't. So I will honor your request if you do not want your your story spoken here or to have your name or whatever, you know. Uh, 
Trust me, I, I won't. I won't do that to you. Uh, you guys are in for a treat today because we're going to be really honing in on some very personal alien encounter stuff. I'm talking about disappearing walls and looking into another universe, essentially. UFOs, uh, landing sites, trace evidence, all of that. Because we have Earl Gray Anderson of Southern California's MUFON. And oh, man, really, really insightful stuff. So I'm anxious for you to hear this. And, you know, there's an element that comes up oftentimes when it comes to those who have experienced a certain level or have a, a, a very high degree of interest in the UFO phenomenon. And hello, I'm one of them. <laughs> and you know what that one connecting factor is? And, and trust me, people in the field hear this connecting element. And it's having a family member, usually a parent, who is very deeply involved in these topics. Extremely I haven't gone into great detail about uh, some of the things that is in my family. Um, I've I've shared a bit, but uh, it goes deeper. It goes deeper. And and it's like, huh, you know, do do I talk about this stuff? Do I not talk about this stuff? You know, I've had military abductions where I've been interrogated already. Not fun. Um, (laughs) Especially when you're in unfashionable pajamas. Oh boy, that was a story. Um, yeah. So, anyways, my pajama bottoms were really loose, and somebody tried to tug them up for me as they thought I was paralyzed. But I don't get paralyzed. I, I don't. Um, no. Yeah, I'm not a. I'm not an easy one to do that. And I don't care if it's in the, the face of aliens or uh, shadow beings or hat man stuff and or military abductions uh, where. Our military boys are being made to use some alien trickery to try to paralyze you. And I pull out of it every time that I can remember anyways. And um, and when I'm in that state, I'm not really happy because I realize that they are doing something to keep me frozen. I'm going to get out of, and boom, I'm out. And I'm like, nah. Um, <laughs> you guys have heard me talk about some of that, haven't you? But anyways, back to the point. When it comes to those of us who are really deeply involved or had some really extraordinary experiences, you know, one of our parents was really highly involved in these topics. Now, is it a joke of the aliens to do this? (laughs) Like, (laughs) you're working with me, uh, you know, wherever you're at, an underground basis or in some kind of military facility. And they're like, you know, your, your blood tastes good. I think I'll follow your bloodline. (laughs) I mean, what is this? Or were our parents pre-selected? There's another thing, too. I I don't know, but it is a pattern. Um, I have not been abducted. Not that I recall or know of. Um, I have been known as the person that picked up a gray and kind of choked it. Um, Because, again, I don't get paralyzed. Not like others, anyways. Uh, And it's like... I, I'm not a violent person, but, you know, I thought somebody was breaking in, la da 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 I talked about this many times, and, and um, yeah, and all the little grays were lying, and I didn't appreciate it, and um, and I just picked this one hybrid thing up by its little suspenders and questioned it, because nobody was answering me, that's all. Um, so it was, it was different, it was different. And so, but anyways, um, you know, it, it's, it's no coincidence there's no coincidence with this. My my dad happens to be high-ranking military guy, and, and, oh, I have this very strong connection to beings not from here? And then I meet another person with the same M.O., like, you too, me too, what? What? What's going on here? You know, one of the things that I don't like to... um get involved in like I try to hold back on telling certain stories sometimes because I want to hear an authentic similar story and you know wouldn't you know it one of the rare times that I shared about uh, a very in-depth military abduction and uh with just a handful of people 
And then one of the persons uh, that I told this to, you know, they didn't share having had this kind of experience. I told them it's really in-depth uh, military abduction. And, and the next time I spoke to them, they're like repeating my story back to me as their own. Yeah, not kidding. And I'm like, hold on. Y- you never told me you had that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I had that. Then blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what? <laughs> you didn't mention that in our conversation. Very similar to my own with a little twist at the end. That's all. But didn't happen to mention it. You know, so I, I don't, I try not to um, uh, speak on everything I've experienced um, because there's some things I'd like to still learn about. I do remember a lot of things outside of this life um, and about why I'm here and just so much. Um, and, uh, you know, I will talk more in depth at, uh, about some of that stuff in the future, but there's some things that I just don't because I'm, I'm trying to hear something authentic that I haven't said out there and to have it repeated back to me, not appreciated, you know? Um, yeah, you know, I just, uh, and, and trust me, over the years, I've been around uh, in these, in on the scene of the UFO community and uh, met many people, heard thousands of stories probably over the years because I've done so many radio shows and done so many conferences and, you know, talked to so many people and I try to be friendly. <laughs> and um, I have heard people say, you know, I sent my story into an author who writes these types of books only for them not to get back to me. And then I see they changed a few things and put it in their book. Or I went for a hypnotic uh, regression session and, you know, the person wasn't really nice or, and, um, and there's, there's one that's, uh, you know, that uh, really set the bar on a lot of these these uh, regression type sessions on, on aliens. And, and um, man, I've heard a whole lot of negative stuff. They're, they're not with us anymore. This, this hypnotist of the past, um, you could go and guess all you want, but I'm just saying, you know, and I'm like, it, 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 it pains me to know that, you know, it takes a lot for a person to take a step forward and to reveal that they've had any kind of interactions with something not from here. And then uh, not just it, not be poo-pooed, but you think embraced only to be, uh, you know, oops, surprise, I'm just going to take advantage of you. You know, it's like, it's not good. You know, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we're putting a better vibe out there uh, on these topics. And, um, you know, you're not alone, too, if you have experience some heavy-duty, fascinating, in-depth stuff, and you later find out that your parents were deeply involved, very much in the knowing of a lot of stuff, and not telling you to, I don't know, deathbed confession or getting up there in age or they feel down and out about something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's like, you know, you feel like you didn't know your parent, you know, on a lot of levels. Like, What? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was there anyways. Um, And, and, you know, it's just, uh, you're not alone. And, you know, with my next guest, Earl Gray Anderson, I think you're going to find that uh, there are some really genuine, good people out there who are taking these very, very personal encounters and experiences seriously, you know, and giving good advice and and reflecting on their own lives and their own involvements and making people more comfortable and stepping forward. So I think you're really going to enjoy our conversation because it is um, really an eye-opener, a story you have never heard before. I'm certain of that. So uh, you guys got to stick around for this one. This is uh, really good. All right, you guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be right back with a really good Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
the all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. As promised, I have a fabulous guest, Earl Gray Anderson, who is MUFON's state director of Southern California and an active member of MUFON's ERT, the Experiencer Resource Team, and hosted both Experiencer Workshops at this year's MUFON Symposium in Denver, Colorado. Earl has personally investigated over 800 UFO reports and specializes in experiencer high strangeness cases and has appeared on multiple radio shows, podcasts, and TV shows such as Unidentified with Demi Lovato, the Travel Channel's Storming Area 51 special, and the season finale of Motor Trend Television's Motor Mythbusters Cars vs. UFOs. Earl would be presenting MUFON's Experiencer Resource Team in an upcoming Ancient Aliens episode on the History Channel, highlighting the history of MUFON. And Earl also teaches an accredited course in ufology at Los Angeles Otis College of Art and Design. So I'd like to give a warm welcome to Earl Gray Anderson. I want to thank you so much for coming on our show here today. And I wanted to get to the bottom of something. You know, when somebody has investigated over 800 UFO reports, I want to know what got you started in this from the beginning, if you don't mind. Sure. Well, when I was about five years old, my mom did a little disclosure number with me. Uh, My mom worked for Howard Hughes. Uh, She was one of his two private secretaries out in the uh, Sepulveda Boulevard uh, facility they had back in the 1950s. And uh, she retired uh, when, when I was born back in 1958. When I was five years old, my mom decided to, for whatever reason, she sat down and she told me what she did for Hughes. She said, well, you know, I used to work in this, it was uh, this little city under the desert. Uh, You'd take an elevator, it would go a mile down. The doors opened up and the first time she went there, they didn't even tell her what to expect. She, uh, She was kind of scared, you know, the elevator kept going down under the desert and she felt butterflies in her stomach is how she described it to a five year old. Um, 
but she talked about uh, working there with people like Werner von Braun and a lot of the German rocket scientists that we acquired through Operation Paperclip at the end of World War II. So if we wondered where they were, <laughs> they were working deep underground on secretive projects. The other thing that my mom talked about was extraterrestrial life. She said that, uh, that we already know that there's extraterrestrial life out there that's intelligent. And uh, she told me that uh, they would never tell people that this was the fact because they were afraid of how people would react to it. Um, now, I held that little bit of knowledge uh, just kind of tucked in my you know, shirt pocket for wow. years. Uh, but when I was about 10 years old, I went and we had uh, like a show and tell thing at school. This is fourth grade in grammar school. What do your parents do? And I talked about my dad, uh, who was he was just working as a landscaper at that point. Uh, but then I talked about my mom working, having worked in a deep underground military facility and uh, and that my mom said that UFOs were real and that uh, there was we already knew that there was intelligence in the universe. Um, now, the teacher, uh, I, I became kind of the brunt of, of uh, grade school ridicule <laughs> because of my presentation. I didn't think that was going to happen. I was just 10 years old, and they were talking about, you know, some of the parents worked in aerospace and what have you. Um, so my uh, teacher called and had a, pa a parent-teacher conference with my mom, and I got the little lecture when my mom drove home. She was actually really sweet about it. Uh, she she just said, you know, Earl, it's not your fault. I never told you this. She said, why, you were just a baby when I told you about this. How do you remember that? And <laughs> but that was that was how she reacted. And she said, you know, your mother could get into terrible trouble. People don't know about this. Your mom could go to prison. Um, I'll wow. never forget. You know, she was very, very, you know, it was a very serious conversation to have with your, you know, a parent when you're at that tender age. But that's where I got the bug for ufology. And it kind of, for many years, you know, I went through different things. You know, I, I had my rebellious teenage years. Uh, I sort of got away from that and became uh, interested in, in uh, Christianity and in theology. I actually was taking uh, some pre-seminary classes when I got out of high school. Um, and, and for a while, having that knowledge, it was sort of an inconvenient truth. I, it didn't really mesh with what, uh, you know, theologians and, and people that I was listening to were saying, uh, nor did it mesh with some of the scientists that I looked up to, like Carl Sagan and Isaac Asimov, Arthur C. Clarke. They would all kind of poo-poo the whole idea of, of UFOs uh, being anything. Um, but when my mom passed away back in 1999, that's when I really, really kind of ramped up my, you know, she talked a little bit about it with me again, uh, literally on her deathbed, you know, saying that she would have done it all over again, that it was her duty to her country, but uh, no more information from her. She, she kind of, uh, after, you know, after a certain point in time she she wouldn't talk with me you know she was she was trying to be be beholden to the ndas that she signed i i imagine but that's that's where it came from wow and uh, do you know exactly what kind of work she did for them well what i know she wound up doing is is that she went back to work in aerospace back in the 1970s as a corporate headhunter for the various aerospace companies. I know that she was, you know, peopling uh, Lockheed Skunk Works. Uh, I know that she had uh, sort of single-handedly hired pretty much every single person from broom pushers to uh, astrophysicists over to Rockwell. Uh, they had their big science center in Thousand Oaks, California. And, and that was our hometown. That's where I grew up. So I'm not sure if it had to do with, with human relations. Uh, and I've had hints, you know, I've had people even like Colm Kelleher, who, who works with Bigelow Aerospace, uh, said that he'd seen my mom's file and that uh, she, my mom actually reported it when she 
told me too much and I gave my talk in front of school. She, you know, I think that she, she felt like that might've gotten back to them and she wanted to make sure that, that it got to them through her. So, but as far as what she was doing down there, she never really told me uh, everything. Yeah. Wow. Let's just say, I'm curious if our parents knew each other, Earl. <laughs> wow. Just blowing my mind over here. And, you know, I, I can't help but to ask if you had anything personal happen in addition. Did you witness anything? Uh, after I had joined MUFON and I became a MUFON field investigator, and I, I kind of took to it like a fish to water. Uh, my state director at the time uh, was Jeff Krause, and he's kind of a nuts and bolts guy. And, uh, well, make a long story short, I had maybe closed about, oh, say, 20 cases at that point. And I was kind of feeling my oats. I hadn't found any unknowns yet, but I, you know, I had closed a couple of cases that were obvious hobby drones and, and mylar balloons and things like that. But I started sending out, uh, I started doing a CE5 meditation. I'd heard about this. And it was kind of, I did it as a lark. I didn't, wasn't expecting results, but uh, in the course of doing this, I, I, I just sent out to the universe, I want to meet entities, you know, intelligent uh, ETs. And you guys can, I don't care, you can even abduct me if you want. <laughs> and I, I said that, you know, I, oh. I mean, you know, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, not okay. <laughs> After trying the CE5 thing for about a week, I hadn't had any results. Uh, you know, lights in the sky that I would see would be helicopters or what have you. You know, we're able to distinguish and uh, I went to bed one night. My wife was already asleep, and I was kind of semi-recumbent with a bunch of pillows behind my back. I was not asleep. It wasn't sleep paralysis because I wasn't asleep. But our room started flooding with light, and it was a light with no source. Uh, it was as if somebody had filled the room from a picture or something. And that's not the way light works. You know, it's the speed of light. You know, it, 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 it travels 183,000 miles a second. But this was slowly, it was like slowly flooding with light. And as the room flooded with light, we had a cricket problem in our rafters. Well, you couldn't hear crickets. You couldn't hear, you know, external sounds, no street noise. Uh, it became very, very like a, like a quiet room. If you've ever been in a recording studio and, and been in a quiet room, well, that, that's what our bedroom sounded like. And I'll tell you, it, it, was, it normally wasn't a quiet room. It's kind of an old house, you know, built back in the 1940s and kind of thin walls. But, uh, this strange thing was happening. Uh, my wife was dead to the world next to me asleep. And the wall in front of me did something impossible. Uh, it started swirling like there was a little galaxy that was there in front of me. It was a slow spin. And as I watched this, I felt more and more peaceful. There, there wasn't any fear. There wasn't even any questioning going on. I almost hate to interrupt because it's getting so good, Earl. But I think this is the perfect cliffhanger for people to stick around to the next break to hear the rest of this. And, you know, guys, I want to remind you to go to HeidiHollis.com or ShadowFolks.com and tell me your encounters with UFOs, aliens, all of that, because this is where you go to to get some insight. Share what you know. Share what you've seen so we can talk about it here on the show. I don't have all the answers, but you know what? A lot of listeners will hear your story and oftentimes reach out to me and say, you know, I experienced that. I think I know what that might be. I, this is all about each and every one of us contributing to this puzzle. All right, you guys, we're going to get to our next break. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be right back with more Earl Grey Anderson. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> I have Earl Gray Anderson here, and wow, his story is absolutely fascinating. And we just got to the beginning of a really good part when we had to jump to break. And uh, I, I know I'm dying to hear the rest of it. So, Earl, you were talking about you just were practicing CE5 and the wall in your bedroom started to swirl? So, well, it was the wall just kept on swirling. It was kind of a sepia color, sort of between tan and yellow, and it had illumination to it. Um, and it looked very much like if you poured cream into a cup of coffee. The wall opened up. Um, now, normally there's a TV set in front of me. There's a bathroom to the left, you know, a little bookshelf to the right. But it was as though all of that had been taken over by something else. And uh, the wall literally opened up and I could see deep distance there. Uh, There was a tall entity that was standing off to the right that I think of as a sentinel. I I could never see what he really looked like, except he was taller than the others. He was about maybe five foot and a half tall. Um, But in through the wall, uh, and they didn't walk. It was though, as though they were somehow pulled towards me, uh, were four of the little diminutive gray guys with the black eyes. Uh, and you see their pictures and commercials and movies yeah. and all kinds of stuff. But that, that was the real thing. Right. And now I started feeling afraid. Uh, it seemed like whatever, whatever calming agent they were using stopped working at that point. And I could not move. I couldn't move a, a, a bone in my body. Now, this is coming from somebody who I was a nurse for 38 years taking care of quadriplegics. Um, and, and suddenly I was rendered quadriplegic. I, I, the only thing I could move were my eyes. I couldn't, I couldn't yell out. I couldn't do anything. Um, they were very businesslike. I didn't get any communication from them whatsoever. I tried. Uh, 
And I kept on trying to talk to them, but it was just dead silence inside of my head. There was nothing coming back telepathically or verbally. Um, they worked almost like a surgical team. They, they put these tubes on the top of my chest. There were two of them. And it felt like they were taking blood or energy, maybe life force, I thought. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. It did not leave marks. This is, this is something I've thought about quite a bit. Um, I've talked with other people since this happened, and they said that I've been told that, well, humans use needles to get blood, but other, you know, uh, other entities don't do it that way. And this is, this is we, the, some people have heard about this method before. So I'm not the only one, but I was getting really scared because it felt like I was being drained somehow. And I, since I wasn't receiving a, like a calming message or anything from them, I was afraid I was going to wind up like one of those cows that they find alongside oh, the road. Wow. I was scared. Yeah. But they finished up what they were doing. The tubes j disconnected on their own. They went backwards, looking almost like fire hoses. They just went back through the wall to where they came from. Uh, the entities the whole time looked me in the eyes with their black eyes. There's something, there's a hypnotic thing about their eyes where they're in control and you can't really, you know, you can't really move. They, they get their way. Um, they left the same way they came in. They, they never turned around. They didn't walk away. It was like they were pulled back through the opening in the wall. Uh, the opening in the wall closed. Uh, there was about five minutes where it was still light in our room and it was dimming. When I could finally move, the first thing I did was I was screaming and yelling. I was, it was about three in the morning at this point. I, I grabbed my wife and I shook her. And I told her what happened. It was not what she wanted to hear. The last thing that she wanted to hear, she, I, I remember what she said. She said, oh, my God, you've joined this crazy UFO group. Is this the kind of thing I have to look forward to in the future? Oh, man. My and I kind of huddled there, you know, fetal position. And, and I, I didn't bring it up the next day. I did contact Peter Robbins. I told him what happened. Uh, I told my state director what happened, and I thought he was going to fire me. <laughs> He's a, a nuts and bolts ufologist, and he didn't really have room for stuff, crazy stuff like that, you know? I'm curious, how did you feel about your interaction? I, some people feel uh, terrified, and others feel like maybe they're special, they're selected. Uh, but I'm hearing more of terror out there. So uh, I felt kind of scared, confused and upset that my wife didn't believe me. But two nights later, the shoe was on the other foot. Uh, I was dead asleep, and my wife started shaking me awake. Oh. And she was she got up, and she was pacing the right side of the bed. I've never seen her pace before. But she was very, very upset. She said, oh, my God, Earl, you need to tell your little friends. And that, that was the exact phrase she used. Your little friends, they need to leave us the bleep alone. You know, she, she was not happy. She was not watching her language. You know, she was very, very upset. And, um, and after this happened, in talking with her, all she could remember was the room flooding with light. And she knows that doesn't happen, that that's something that's outside of scientific possibility. Um, as far as my quote unquote little friends, she didn't, she doesn't remember that even to this day. I imagine if she were hypnotically regressed, she would remember, but she doesn't want to. Um, now, and, and then two nights after that, we both woke up and we both had a sighting of it was it must have been a craft. It was over our house this time. Uh, it was sending light from above our house. It was coming through the window. At the same time, our room again was flooded with this anomalous light. And we had that, that the, what they call the Oz effect. It's when things become so unnaturally quiet. Uh, John Mack originally documented that but i find that it's very common in both uh you know face-to-face -face encounters with entities in other cases that i've had or uh in even in a close encounter with a craft uh time becomes kind of malleable uh the sound becomes very weird uh 
And it seems to be one of those markers that are very prominent in any close encounter situation. Fascinating. You know, as a part of MUFON's ERT experience a resource team, when you have approached some of the people that have experienced things like yourself, it, what is the general notion and feel like what, what seems to be uh, the, uh, I don't know how to say that the general idea of, of why people believe these beings are coming and doing as they do with these types of encounters, experimenting, um, uh, communicating things. I mean, what's the pattern you're seeing? Well, we used to see a lot of DNA farming. That, that was, seemed to be the, the gist of why they were doing whatever they were doing for many years. And, of course, we've got all of Bud Hopkins' books, to, and, and we can see uh, from case to case how they would be interested in certain family bloodlines. And uh, even with Kathleen Martin's family, you know, we've got the Betty and Barney Hill encounter, and, and Kathleen's come out recently. And in fact, she just recently wrote a book about her uh, face-to-face encounters. But it seems to have followed her family's bloodline which include her, included herself. Um, recently, we see more where people get downloads of information. Um, I had one police officer who was literally ab- abducted from his cruiser while on duty. He had to explain to his colleagues and his police chief why he was missing in action for like half an hour and they couldn't raise him on the radio. But for him, he had the scientific download and it happened over the course of a month where it was like he was going to school at night he'd fall asleep he'd get another lesson and he believed that it had to do with zero point energy when the month was over he was told by his entities this is it and you won't remember this until it's needed (laughs) and so he he got a hold of MUFON because he was hoping that he could actually remember what he was taught. He said he was a D-minus math student when he was in school, and suddenly he, he, he understood the high maths and, and, and had an answer for all of our energy problems. But it's trapped there in his memory uh, to come forth when it's needed. Fascinating. Have you uh, deciphered which beings are doing what kind of experiments or downloads on people? Seems to run run the gamut. Uh, There's a lot of different entities. Um, And I don't know if we can always trust what we see with our eyes when we actually do see an entity. I don't even know if that's what they look like. You got to remember, they're controlling the situation. I, I think that they can project. I mean, they, you know, the people will talk about four foot tall white owls, <laughs> owls, you know, hoot owls, <laughs> or they'll, there's no such thing, or they'll talk about being left with the memory of these dewy eyed deer. And so I, you know, I'm not sure if it's just one group, but I get the feeling that it's many groups. I don't think they all have the same motives. Uh, I think that there are some that are bad actors and others that aren't. Uh, it's just like if you look at human society, you've, you've got your carpetbaggers, you've got your, you know, your thieves, and then you have your, your you know, you, you have your Gandhis in this world. Exactly. And I think that it's, yeah, it's the same thing, but it's not all space brothers and it's not all, you know, evil aliens. Right, right. You you know, I honestly believe that there is a conflict in alien contact that maybe one night a person might be abducted and the next night we'll we'll be taught something really cool and, and the beings might look alike. So it's really confusing. But if they're able to camouflage themselves to appear as the more benevolent types, you'll let your guard down. And uh, then, oh, no, it's a it's a, a abduction experience. So you really can't. You have to be able to trust your gut. That's what I always suggest to people anyways, to be able to close your eyes and to actually feel what's in front of you. All right, you guys, we are going to get to our next break. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. 
as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I have Earl Gray Anderson, and he is Southern California's MUFON State Director. And I'm curious if there's other things that you've experienced and what it is that you've had come across your desk as of late. Sure. Well, you know, just going back to the aftermath of my own experience, I, I started experiencing synchronicities in my life, which are meaningful coincidences. Um, I felt like this huge amping up of my own empathy. Um, and, and just there were certain things that were left with me that, that seemed very, very positive, even though my initial experience was, was pretty scary. Um, I'm not sure if they were completely malign or if there were, you know, I, 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 it still confuses me the way that that all began, but it didn't leave me like a, a wreck or a mess. If anything, it prepared me for what was ahead of me. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I scheduled a lunch with uh, Kathleen Martin. Uh, I'd sent a couple of my better experiencer cases to her. Um, as she was heading up MUFON's experiencer resource team at that time. And uh, she, I thought that we were just meeting to talk about what had happened to me. And, but we had a wonderful conversation, and she was nonjudgmental and very knowledgeable and, and was very helpful. Um, and this was maybe two years after I had had, we had experienced our weird week is what I call it. Um, so after lunch, Kathleen said, well, I, well, actually, I said, well, you know, I might be interested in joining the ERT myself. And she said, well, what do you think we were doing just now? I was just interviewing you, you know, for, <laughs> for a position with MUFON's Experience or Resource Team. And you've got it. You know, I love, I love, it. Love, Kathleen. That's and that's, awesome. 
<laughs> yeah, Kathleen's awesome. She's my friend and my mentor, and, and God bless her. I, nice. You know, just what a treasure of a person that Truly. you get to live with here on Earth, you know. Um, so anyway, that kind of opened up this whole new avenue in my life. I, I was certainly closing a lot of UFO cases. And I'm very picky about what I'll call a UFO, you know, a light in the sky. Um, if it could be a helicopter, if it could be something prosaic, uh, if it was a UFO, it's a boring UFO. That's that's what I tell my my field <laughs> investigators. But you and your mother knew that aliens are real, but you're still pretty selective, eh? Yeah, I, well, they are they are real, but everything in the sky isn't a UFO. You know, I mean, we right. have lots of police helicopters out here and 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 drones. That's that's the big one. They they spin, they they make them look like UFOs on purpose now because the little kids uh, want to fly those. And yes. you got the little lights flashing and spinning around. And first time I saw one of those for myself, it confused me. You know, and then it flew right over my head, and I could hear the little. <laughs> you know, the little rotor going. But um, but I have, you know, I, I've had some wonderful, wonderful cases. I, I just closed one yesterday uh, that, that I thought was fantastic that uh, uh, another uh, police officer and he did not report a sighting as long as he was uh, he, he felt like it could be a risk to his job. But because there seems to be more of a liberal attitude out there as far as reporting things goes, uh, he reported a sighting that he had when he was eight years old. And he more or less saw a mother craft that was hovering a, a couple miles away, but it was huge. It was this kind of an oval, almost a sphere. Uh, but it was a craft. It wasn't, you know, an orb or whatever you want to. This was big. And he watched these three other smaller craft that all came up and they all flew right in front of it. And then it was as though they were dissolved into the larger craft. One by one, they went into the craft. And then he saw this thing take off and shoot off into the vanishing point at a great speed. Now, he might have been eight years old, but I know personally that, that memories like that will stick with you and, and, and it will be meaningful and can change your life. So I was thrilled that this guy finally came forward after all these years. It was very detailed sighting. Uh, and, and I did give that case an unknown, uh, unknown UAV uh, disposition when I closed it. It was wow. a wonderful witness. You know, I've got um, an off-center question for you. Not really off, sure. but, uh, you know, here you've got this family connection, you personally, with, uh, you know, this, this governmental, military kind of connection with your mom, and, and, and I do too, and, and so many others do as well. Do you, this can't be a coincidence. It, it, I'm sure. Have you come across this being a pattern that people who had uh, military career uh, parents or family members and you just so happen to have these high level experiences as well? Very much so. Uh, there's very much so a pattern. Uh, it seems like the like our visitors are a bit more aggressive if you come from a military background, even if it was your parents. Uh, I have another case I'm working on right now that's a private case uh, opened up about seven years ago, and the main witness passed away. But finally, his brother and uh, his widow, they're they're willing to go on record. And uh, but but their father was involved with Project Blue Book. He was an Air Force, a big mucky muck in the Air Force. Uh, was over stationed in White Sands, New Mexico. And this is an extraordinary case. I mean, they were living in my old hometown, and there was literally a crash of an object. Uh, in front of their house, there was no debris left. It was like this giant, purpley-looking, bluish fireball. Uh, there were four witnesses for this thing. Uh, the police came out. There is a, rep a police report. They couldn't see anything, but it, uh, it it was over a course of three days, which ended up with the whole family being abducted and having four hours of missing time. And uh, it was a military family. Uh, it was, it was. I mean, Project Blue Book. That before they were abducted, the father was outside, and and he and and his son, who who I'm speaking with currently, uh, they witnessed these fireballs. Three of them were hanging over the house, just just hanging there. Uh, they were maybe, I think they were like three or four feet across each one. 
And then they watched them slam into the hillside behind their house. Uh, after that, the father knew that this was UFO involved. He, he, he did not call the police the second time. Uh, and they were all gathered up in the parents' bedroom uh, and, and the bathroom area where they had a window. You could look out to the back, uh, kind of a large uh, hillside behind their house. Uh, there was a strange caterwauling that was going on the whole night. Uh, and it seemed to exacerbate after these things hit the side of the mountain behind their house. And uh, they had a story much like Lisa, my wife, and, and I have. They're, they're, the, the parents' bedroom flooded with light. They could see it coming up the staircase, up to the bedroom. And, uh, and it got real, real bright. Uh, the, the widow of the main witness, she was pregnant at the time, and she started shouting, oh, my God, I'm being probed somehow. That was the last thing anybody remembered. Four hours later, the older brother finds himself pacing outside of his bedroom. Uh, the, you know, the, 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 the widow now, she was in her own bedroom, but they all had the same story. It was four hours that they couldn't account for. Um, now, I may actually uh, get uh, hypnotic regression for the one brother. Uh, he's willing to do that. Um, the, the woman involved, I'm not sure that she's going to be willing because it just scares her. She, she reacted much the same way that my wife did when we had our weird encounter where she remembers the light. She remembers everything leading up to it, but she doesn't remember what happened after shouting. It shakes up a person's whole reality to experience something like that. And in fact, what do you recommend that people do? Like, who do they go to? How do they reach out to somebody like yourself if they've experienced something like alien contact or UFO sightings? If you go to MUFON.com, on that very first page that you'll get, it says report a UFO. And then there's another link. It says report an abduction or an entity. If you click on that, it will send you to a 30 question questionnaire that you can fill out with a little narrative on the bottom. And the case will be given to somebody like myself. We, we right now we have a little over 70 uh, ERT members, uh, people that are ranging from PhDs to, you know, uh, you know, psychologists, astrophysicists. You're going to be talking with somebody who's very, very knowledgeable about this and who is a non-judgmental listener, because that's where people find peace is just being taken seriously, having somebody listen to their story. And not question it, even though it's this crazy, amazing thing that we can't scientifically explain. And that's what they should do. Truly informative and helpful. I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today. This was really a dynamic conversation. I don't think I've ever had somebody outright feel comfortable to talk about their parents' very deep involvement. Like, I haven't broke that barrier yet, so I'm... It's encouraging for myself. Uh, so I, I really thank you so much. Um, you know what, you guys? It, we've come to the bottom of another show. Can you believe it? It goes so fast, so fast. You know, I I almost miss sometimes having done a two-hour show. I used to host for years doing that. And, uh, you know, I could just fit so much into it. And uh, But, you know, I love these little morsels of information and I hope it's as helpful for you guys as it is for me to hear. And, uh, you know, I want to remind you, go to my main website, HeidiHollis.com, ShadowFolks.com. Tell me your alien abduction or contact stories, your sightings, your thoughts on it. You know, what do you think about this? Do you know somebody that's experienced this? Do you know somebody who's researching it? Share about it because every little bit of information counts. And of course, you could write me about any of your peculiar instances or things that you've heard or things that you assume or research. So um, I'll be looking for those. HeidiHollis.com, ShadowFolks.com. And uh, yeah, don't forget to tune in next time because you know we're going to be diving into your emails, right? That's the next show. All right, you guys, you have been listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM. Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye.
Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.